Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. Today, we continue with Lesson 5, The Keys to the Kingdom, Section 4. The third key is allowance, and we're going to close it out, paragraphs 14, 15, 16, and 17. I don't know, there's a lot highlighted and underlined, so maybe we won't get through all these four, but such, such awesome, beautiful, empowering stuff here. So let's dive in. Jeshua continues Allowance, then, is the cultivation of a quality of awareness in which you rest in the recognition that your life is no longer your own to dictate and control, but that rather you have given it over to the source of your own beingness, to that depth of wisdom in the depth of the ocean that knows best how to bring about what is required to push up the dross from within your consciousness so that you can release it. This is such a dense paragraph, so let's break it down. So good, and it's repetitive, which is even better because it's helping us dive deeper into these concepts and ideas. Allowance is the growing equality of awareness in which you rest in the recognition to recognize, to recognize, to re-know, to remember. This is not new stuff. We're waking up to what we already know. Healing is remembering, so allowing is growing a remembering that your life really isn't your own to dictate and control. Now, our ego hates this. The small self hates this. The part that's very invested in this 3D world of money, house, kids, job, retirement, safety, security, uh, progress, all these things, hates that we're not in control. But that's the reality of it. And allowing this grows this recognition that your life is not your own to dictate and control, but you have chosen, in such a beautiful choice, to give it over to the source of your own beingness. So, so often we, we still think that when we say we're surrendering to God, we're really, it's the God, like what Jeshua is saying here is the source, the creator of your own beingness. You're surrendering to the source of love, to the source of all that is. Nothing comes into existence, but not for God's desire. All of it. So you're surrendering to this, the depth of wisdom, in the depth of the ocean, this metaphor of spirit as the ocean that knows best. God, spirit, divine intelligence knows best. This is important here. How to bring about what's required to help you let go of the dross within your consciousness. I had to look up dross. I know that was in a previous episode. I was like, I should have looked that up and given people the definition because I didn't know. Dross, when I looked it up, uh, is something worthless, rubbish, right? It's just the tiny mad idea. It's all the limiting beliefs. It's the ego is the dross, is the rubbish. So I'm not enough. I'm unworthy. There's lack and limitation everywhere. Loss is real. Death is real. All the dross is all rubbish. It's not true. So only the source of your own beingness, the depth of wisdom, only God, only love, only the universe knows best how to. And why is that important? Because our brain, whenever we want something, think about this, what you want, your heart's desires like you feel them in your heart and it feels so good and you can envision it. You can like, you know, on some level it's waiting for you. And then your brain kicks in and your brain's like, okay, how are we going to make this happen? What do we need to do to make this happen? How, 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 how to? 
And that's what our brain does. And the heart is like, we, that's not our job. We know that this is waiting for us. Just keep, keep your attention on what we love, that what brings us aliveness and inspiration and, and the universe will orchestrate. That's not our job to how to, but the brain's like, well, I want to control and dictate. And how am I going to find my soulmate? How am I going to get that job that I want? So the source of love, the source of all knows best how to bring about what's required, not what you like, not what your preference is. And when I say you, I mean your ego, not what's comfortable for you, what's required to push up the dross from within your consciousness. And so often what gets our attention is pain and suffering, is loss. When we're on our knees and we finally surrender, it doesn't have to be that way. But so, I mean, as a man who sometimes coaches other men, it can be very hard for a man to ask for help. And in some ways, I get it. We want to be self-reliant. We want to be we want to be resourceful and capable and confident in our own resources. So that's good. Those are all great qualities. We want to be responsible and know that we can figure things out. But then there's this line between that and like not being willing to ask for help, not admitting that you need support and that support's okay. And asking for help is actually being vulnerable is a strong thing because it's courageous. So what am I, why am I bringing that up? Uh, Because sometimes life gives us situations and we ignore it. We don't ask for help. We try and do it all on our own sometimes. And life gives us what's required, not what we like. And sometimes what's required is bankruptcy, divorce, loss, death of loved ones. And it serves the whole. So it's not just about you. It's about everyone that's playing in this game, that's swimming in this pool. So, But Jeshua says it, it's required to push up the dross, the rubbish from within your consciousness that you're not really aware of. It's operating in the subconscious so that you can release it. And you don't know what you need. The ego doesn't know what it needs to awaken. That's why surrendering and humility is so important. So your life is no longer your own to dictate and control. That's what allowance is. That's what allowance grows. And he continues, allowance is cultivates trust. Allowance is the way in which intention and desire come to work ever more fully in the third dimension of your experience, the field of time. Allowance is a submission, but not a naive submission. Allowance changes your perception of what you see as the world around you. This is huge, right? If we all had 100% total faith and trust, No one would have any anxiety, not a dot of anxiety. No one would have a dot of anger. No one would have a dot of anything if we had 100% trust that everything was working out divinely. Why would we ever judge anything? Why would we ever fear anything? Why would we ever worry about anything? So allowance, allowing things to be as they are, to see them neutrally, to not want to change conditions for you to choose love. Allowance cultivates and grows this trust. And it's the way in which our intentions and our desire to be as God created us to be can work together in the field of time. And it's a submission. It's a giving over to. Submission can be seen in a negative way. 
like, oh, you're surrendering your power, but it's a it's an acknowledgement of the divine power of love. So allowing things is a submission and it changes your perception of what you see as the world around you. That the world around you is all conspiring for you. This is radical to most of the world. If you're listening to this, this probably is not a new idea for you. And that's good to be aware of and just to know that 99.9% of the world thinks the world is in survival mode. The world is fighting against you. The world is a place, a harsh, cold place where there's scarce resources, scarce love, and you got to take care of you. And you got you to gotta strive and effort and push and grind to survive, to get your needs met. It's happening to you and the, only the strong survive. That's the world primary worldview. And Jeshua was saying allowance helps you cultivate trust where you understand, you recognize that it's all happening for you. It's such a loving place. And you move out of survival mode into gratitude mode. And we continue paragraph 16. Jeshua says, you begin to realize that you do not really live in a real world at all. You live in a field of vibrations and energies that is operated by the law of attraction or resonance. And you begin to be willing to allow certain things to fall out of your life, even family and friends, trusting that because of your desire and intention, what passes out of your life must be okay, for it will be replaced by new vibrational patterns which come in the form of messengers, events, places, persons, and things that can carry you on the upward spiral of awakening. And I think that's going to be the title of this episode. It's such a beautiful phrasing, the upward spiral of awakening. So this is a thick paragraph, too, that you realize that you don't you're not really living in a world, right? The the world of the senses that so many people uh, and the world worship senses. If I can't if I can't measure it or sense it, then it's not real. And that I just that's a sorry state to be in a state of suffering on, on many levels. And Jesh was saying, you, you realize you're not in a real world. You're not, you, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm in the matrix. I'm, I live, I exist in a field of vibrations and energies, consciousnesses. But so often we just see the, the person, place, or thing. We, we think we live in this 3D world when as our quantum physics starts to catch up to what the mystics like Jeshua and others are saying, it's, it's all energy vibrating. It's all resonance and frequency. It's not right or wrong. It's just certain levels of density and consciousness. And it's operated by a law, the law of resonance. The law of attraction can be loaded for some people. The law of attraction, the law of resonance, like attracts like. And you begin to be willing to, that's why when you reside in the loving consciousness, the resonance resonance of love, when I think of Jeshua, resonating love, he wasn't afraid of anyone. He was like, ooh, I don't want to be around those toxic people. Or he wasn't afraid of, oh my gosh, the demons are getting me. Like I, I need to protect my energy from the demons, from the dark, dense entities, which because in that consciousness, there's no equal resonance. They don't even exist in the same experience. And so I, I share that because I see so many people that are afraid, which fear is a lower resonance, to protect. They need to protect their energy. They need to, and, and maybe in that space where they're at, 
that's what they need. And that's a, and, and no judgment there. If that's what you need to like protect yourself in that moment, if it seems to keep you safe, and then as you do keep doing your work, you realize that you already and always are safe and you embody more and more light and you choose more and more love. And then like Jeshua, you become impervious to those things. They don't even resonate on the same level. So we live in a field of vibrations and energies that's operated by the law of resonance. And then when you're in that consciousness, you're willing to allow certain things to fall out of your life, even family and friends. And that can be such, it can be very painful for the ego. There can be a lot of fear around waking up because we know, I mean, just look around. It's like the world is almost being like divided or split in two types of people. And there's people that are waking up and choosing love and making different choices. And then there's other people that are definitely not. And and not that anyone's leaving anyone behind, but it's there's a separate there's a seeming separation in those in those consciousnesses in the vibration there. And so Jeshua says, when you're residing in this awareness that you're okay, you're willing to allow these things to fall out of your life because you trust so deeply that what what passes out of your life must be okay. Not only for your upward spiral of awakening, but for their spiral, upward spiral of awakening too. It's like no one gets left behind. So you might think you're quote unquote, moving on from someone else in your life, a family or friend that you just don't want to be around anymore. And that's okay. Like you can choose to not spend time with your family on a holiday. So many people think that's like sacrilegious or awful, but you can make that choice if that's what you need to do. And let's remember, no one gets left behind. So at some point, whenever they're ready, who knows? It might not even be this lifetime or the next lifetime or the next lifetime or a hundred lifetimes. But whenever they're ready, they will also hear the calling and wake up when they're ready at their own timing. And so when we know that in the game of eternity and infinity, it doesn't matter if they're waking up now with you or in a hundred years or a thousand years. It's all the same in eternity. And I know that's like a lot of concept, but it just makes sense when we can trust and rest in that from a higher level of consciousness. And again, whoever is in your life, and there's no such, there's no loss. That's Jeshua's message. There is no loss is an illusion. So you're not really losing anything. And he says, whatever people and events and things move out of your life, they will be, he says, replaced by new vibrational patterns, which, which come in the form of messengers that can carry you upward in the spiral of awakening. So it's just this consciousness of total trust and total surrender. And then we close with paragraph 17 where Jeshua says, allowance means the beginning stages of the cultivation of humility and the recognition that you must finally submit to something beyond the intellect and the control of the egoic part of the mind because the maker and doer that has been trying to do it all is finally recognized as inadequate. 
So he's starting to talk about humility, which, if you remember earlier in the introduction, he says, is probably the most important quality. He doesn't call it a key, but it's one of the most important qualities. So allowance, this practice of allowance, is the beginning stages of growing deep humility and recognizing that you must finally submit. The ego does never wants to give up control. And it tries to give up like, let me give up 99% control, but when it really comes down to it, I'm going to save that last 1% for me is kind of like a plan B. That's not giving up control. That's not surrendering. And maybe it takes some time to truly surrender and submit to the Holy Spirit, to the divine. And he says the recognition, you must finally submit to something beyond the intellect, to the ego. The intellect is everything, but it's so limited I hope you can see how limited the intellect is. Even the most genius person is still limited in their intellect. The heart is unlimited. But the intellect, this idea that we can control everything, that we are the maker and the doer. And just look at the world. There's so much arrogance in the world of that, that we are the maker and the doer of everything. And Jeshua was saying, in cultivating allowance and humility, you finally understand that you're limited. You meaning the, the ego self, the intellect, no matter how great it seems to be, it's limited. That the maker and doer that's been trying so hard to get enlightenment is never going to get there because it's inadequate. It can't. It's the nature of the ego. It's, it is the belief in separation. It's the tiny mad idea. The tiny mad idea can never get there. You must, you must transcend beyond that identification. It's the little blemish on the face of God that we put so much attention to. The intellect. We worship the intellect. We worship this idea that we are the maker and the doer of everything good in our life and then everything bad in our life so we feel guilty and judge ourselves for it. And it's finally, we finally know and remember that it's inadequate. And we give ourselves more and more over to spirit, source, God, love. And we trust that our life is perfect as it is. Not perfect like it looks exactly how we think it should be. It's perfect in its orchestration. It's whole in its goodness. Even in the things that our brain, our little ego mind says are disastrous or chaotic or bad or wrong. And we try and get out of it so quickly instead of seeing that it's life offering situations and messengers to help us rake up the dross from the depths of our consciousness so we can release it. And then we're even more free and we're even more a conduit and vessel for the divine. So look at your life. Again, apply this stuff. Look at your life and be honest with yourself. When you think you're the maker and the doer, the limitations that happen in your life, in the times where you've surrendered and you've given up, you said, okay, God, you, it's your turn now. I clearly like it's not working the way that I'm trying to do it. Notice what has happened then when you're truly surrendered, not when you fake surrender. You say, okay, God, you take over and then you try and control everything, which we've all done too. <laughs> So this is the end of our section on the, the third key is allowance. And our next section is the fourth key is surrender. So we're going to keep diving deep. Desire, intention, allowance, and next surrender. Love you guys. Appreciate you being on this journey with me. If you get value from this podcast, from this study, uh, like, subscribe, share, and I think most importantly, give a good review. 
wherever you're listening to this, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, uh, wherever else you're finding this, and send me an email, hello at revelationbreathwork.com. I'd love just to hear that anyone's out there listening. I always appreciate you guys, and I'll give you a shout out in the next episode. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Take care.